Hey guys, gals, and everything in between. You may not know this, but everything about this podcast, from the cover art to the theme music, is supporting local Buffalo talent. So we felt it was only appropriate for our first promotional collab to be a Buffalo-born business. Fit Dreams Activewear is a locally owned business that sells stylish and affordable activewear. They have everything from crop top hoodies, leggings, headbands, hats, to tank tops and windbreakers for both men and women. You can check out their wide variety of fitness apparel on their website at fdawares.com. That's fdawares.com. F-D-A-W-E-A-R-Z.com. The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on bicbp-radio.com. Lady love. Lady love. So, uh... Are you ready to get balls deep into the second episode? I am. Yeah, I guess I'm ready. <laughs> balls deep, huh? Balls deep, like love. Like, first episode, I didn't put enough into that one. You were gentle. I was gentle. <laughs> this one, we're about to get deep in there. We're going to explore oh, all, these, ready. <laughs> all these crevices. <laughs> all the nooks and crannies. I'm ready for it. <laughs> well, anyways... I'm Courtney. And I'm Kat. And this is Wine Wicked Crimes and Cat Cat Mom's Oh My! Well, so on this podcast, we are going to discuss a serial killer. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. And before we do that, Lady Love would like to introduce our signature wine of the week. Yeah. This week, we're going to be drinking 19 Crimes, a Cali Red blend with the lovely and amazing Snoop Dogg right in the front of the bottle. I can't wait to try it. It actually came as a recommendation of one of the people that was cashing us out while we were there last week. So we're super excited to try it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, are we allowed to? What was he again? Uh, West Coast, East Coast? Um, West Coast. We're East Coast. Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, they love. That's okay. <laughs> Whatever. I'm all about it. Yeah. Okay. So before I get started, I'm just going to lift off my references so we can get that out of the way. Um, I used thefamouspeople.com, yourtango.com, dailymail.co.uk, oxygen.com, heavy.com, and thecinemaholic.com. All right. I told you late love. Balls deep. I'm ready for it. I was born ready. There. (laughs) So... Today we're going to be doing the Butcher Baker of Alaska. Mmm, interesting. So, his name was Robert Christian Hansen. Mm-hmm. A.K.A. the Booker Butcher Baker of Alaska. Mm-hmm. And he was a serial killer who hunted women for sport. <gasps> what? Yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> hunted women for sport? Yeah. Fuck me and hunted women for sport. So what shit is that? <laughs> so the gist of his of it is, he would pick up some 
like stripper or prostitute okay and offer them like an excessive amount of money for like some innocuous task like taking photos or a blowy okay and then yeah you know all right and then he would abduct them oh torture them oh no rape them oh my then say he's going to set them free only to what only to let them loose and then kill them. Like, he would hunt oh, them. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, I got to work on opening this bottle of wine. I got to get drunk for this. <laughs> this sounds awful. It's definitely gruesome. How long ago did this happen? You said this was uh, in Alaska? Yeah. So, it was in Alaska. His crimes themselves, like his murdering, he was active from 1971 to 1983. Mm, okay. But he was like a douchebag way before that. Oh, I believe it. Sounds like a real, real winner. Yeah. So, his crimes are known as some of the most gruesome in American history, and he is Alaska's most prolific serial killer. He was convicted for the abduction, rape, and murder of at least 17 women to 24 possibly wow in and around anchorage alaska in the 1970s and early 80s and he raped another 30 on top of the 17 to 24 women that he had killed yeah i have next to his name because it was like (laughs) robert rob bob uh-huh. Richard, uh-huh. Dick. <laughs> what what the many names he could have gone by? <laughs> well, I settled for Dick Bob, so Dick Bob. <laughs> most of this podcast he will be referred to as Dick Bob. I'm all for it. <laughs> so, Dick Bob was born on February fifteenth, nineteen thirty nine. He's an Aquarius. Mm-hmm. I don't know much about Aquarius. What a, like. Do I know an Aquarius? Eddie's an Aquarius. My little brother. Oh, he is. Mm-hmm. But, like, I guess I don't know. Maybe a lot of, like, in great detail personality traits. I don't really like, know what would this person, what was? What would his horoscope be like? Um, I know it's a water sign. Okay. And, I don't know, all those Facebook memes I see, it's usually, like, you know, these signs are fucking Satan, and Aquarius is usually under it. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. All right. So, I could see it. You can see it. Okay. Um, it, He was born in Esterville, Iowa. Mm-hmm. And, fun fact, uh, it was actually named after a woman who was one of the first female settlers in that area. Very cool. And, um... So his victims ranged from around 16 to 41. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> and growing up, he had, like, severe acne. Mm-hmm. He was super shy, a scrawny kid, like, very nerd. Uh-huh. And he had a stutter. Aww. So, as you could guess... I'm sure people picked on him. Yeah. And he was not great with the ladies. Shocker. Um, he didn't get much attention, like, if any at all. And he always felt very, like, rejected. Um, he grew to have a serious hatred for women and spent most of his time alone. What was his home life like? So, his father was a fucking Danish immigrant, and he was kind of a douche. Okay. Well, he was really a douche. Like, abusive douche? Oh, yeah. Super oh, okay. abusive. Okay. Where was mom? 
Oh, she lied. Oh. Oh, she lied. That's oh. very bitter. Oh, really? You know, I could kind of smell it when I opened the wine bottle. I could smell how, how bitter it is. And I know you don't like bitter, but I, I was mean, like, we're going with it. She, was, she, she said it was only a little bit. No, it's dry. I think maybe if it was cold. I mean, we, we tried to chill it. Maybe not long enough. I don't know. It's definitely a dry wine. Okay. I'm, I, I'm all for a dry wine. I'm getting old. I'm telling you, my taste buds are changing, lady love. It's not awful, but it's just not what I expected. I was expecting, like, a very... I don't know. In between. You, you it's not bad. It's not bad, but it's not what, it's not the recommendation we were looking for. No, definitely not. Especially when we were like, we usually drink like wines on the sweeter end of the spectrum. Close yeah. to middle, but like. Yeah, not too sweet, but not too dry. Yeah, no, that's just straight dry. That's a dry wine. Yeah, I can feel it in my ears right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind it. I, it's definitely going to be a. No, a slow, a slow sip night, but mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. I know they love my not get buzz this time. <laughs> okay, so his parents' names were Christian Hansen and Edna Hansen. Mm-hmm. His father was a Danish immigrant and a baker, and Dick Bob himself ends up becoming a baker and a successful uh, shop owner in his adult life. You know, when also. you first told me about this guy, I I pictured like. It's the Alaskan butcher. Yeah. Baker, oh. Alaskan baker butcher. Butcher baker. <laughs> butcher baker. The Alaskan butcher baker. You know, I pictured like Sweeney Todd, you know, baking up people in their pies and I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, they love. Like, oh, no. Okay. I think maybe we should get this out of the way early. Okay. Where's your phone? You should Google what uh, this man looks like. No. No, not yet. I, I, I want to wait till the end. I want to I want to hear first and then I want to be like just stunned by the oh by the monstrosity that I have to face. You will be stunned. Oh god. You okay. will be stunned. Okay. okay, so where was I? His father made him work at the um in the family bakery mm-hmm. at like two o'clock in the morning, even on school nights. Two AM? Yeah. 2 a.m.? Yeah, like he would get everything ready for, like, the morning. What time did he go to sleep? Like, did he sleep at all? Not really. Like, <laughs> he had a very kind of terrible childhood. Yeah, I'd say fucking waking up at 2 o'clock in the morning. You don't have to be at school till like, 8, right? 8, 9, maybe back then? Yeah, probably. Because I feel like they would make the kids probably work the farm or whatever the fuck, feed the roosters yeah, yeah. <laughs> at 5 in the morning, and then... But damn, two o'clock in the morning almost sounds like just straight up torture. Well, I mean, when you think about it, most bakeries, like, they're getting stuff ready early so that when you come in for breakfast. Yeah, I guess. But damn. All right. No, it's definitely fucked up, especially, like, at such a young age. Yeah. um, A childhood acquaintance of Dick Bob's, Uh Mike Eichler? 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 It could be anything. Um, E-I-C-H-L-E-R. I want to say Eichler. I would pronounce it Eichler. Yeah, we'll go with it. Sure. Um, he said his father was a big, mean old guy and was oh. always really hard on... On Dick Bob? Robert. Yeah, on Dick Bob. Or Dick Bob. Bobby Dick. Um, <laughs> what else happened to him? What was, wrong with, what was wrong with the rest of the childhood besides the 2 a.m. Uh, wake-up call to work at the bakery? Well, his dad was just, like, verbally abusive. Mm-hmm. Very... I mean... Of the time, when you think about it, if he was born in, what did I say, 1930, oh. 1939 was when he was born. 
Okay, yeah. That so, gives you, okay, that gives me a better idea. I'll say the 40s were rough. Mm-hmm. His dad was born in the 20, 20s, probably? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That yeah. dude had to be fucking mean. Like, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they didn't even actually take care of their children. They just, like, birthed them and was like, go work the farm. You well, that's basically why they used to have kids before. Like, sociologically, I guess, they... Not a guess, but they used to have a lot of kids be like, you, if you make it. Before, they actually never used to name their kids until, like, they passed, like, their first year. What? So they might have not made it. And, you know, why name something that's not going to stick around and work at the farm? So they, <laughs> <laughs> these are investments, Lady Love. That's why they used to have mad kids. And you're right. They used to fucking pop them out and be like, go work the farm. Make money. Provide for the family. Go milk the fucking me? cows. Little bastard. Exactly, exactly. And now it's like you don't need to get up and work a farm. They ain't birthing motherfuckers for that reason. People don't want to birth motherfuckers. Period. And That's I don't blame them. It's you know, it's it's a lot of work. But you can't get just kids. having less and less kids. You can't get kids to do anything now. Why have them then? No, <laughs> I know, right? I told Eddie to do the dishes the other day, Lady Love. How long? How long did it take before he do them? <laughs> for one, he did not even do all of them. He, like, filled up the tray, the the drying tray, uh-huh. as awkwardly as humanly possible <laughs> so that he could fit little to nothing in there. And then he was like, it was full, so I stopped. Could have made space, my friend. Could have made space. <laughs> no. I told him some to, more dishes. <laughs> I told him to fold the laundry at, like, 11 o'clock in the morning. He didn't finish folding the laundry till 5 p.m. Jesus. Yes. I don't blame him, though. I hate folding laundry. I hate it, too. That's why I made him do it. But It's just not within me. Pawn <laughs> it off your work. I see what you're up to. I cook dinner. I think you can deal with it. That's a fair trade-off. Oh, anyways. Back to the butcher. Uh, back to the butcher dick. Mm. Bobby Dick. Um, so, Bobby Dick found comfort in his solitude and plotting revenge on the girls that he was hurt by. Because him being scared of women ended up turning into more of, like, hatred and resentment and then violence. But hurt by how? Because they didn't like him. He wasn't getting any attention from the girls in school. Like, he was seen as, like, the social outcast. Okay. See, I feel like maybe it would be justified. Not justified, but did was he ever humiliated by a girl? Was there ever, like, an instance where he was like, you know what? Fuck that bitch. I'm going to give revenge on all the hoes for the rest of my life. Like, what What? <laughs> what happened? Like, so was he humiliated? I, listen, there are plenty of people that are socially awkward and can't talk to girls. That doesn't mean that you should take out your anger on them and start, you know, raping and fucking murdering women and hunting them for sport. Like, who the fuck does that, hunting them for sport? Get out of here. Well, he, like, so he wasn't, he didn't hate all he hated women Mm -hmm. but he didn't kill all women is how i'll put it because he only killed the quote-unquote bad women so that's why he only went after like strippers and sex workers oh shut okay yeah i know he's a fucking douche yeah well okay well what was what else was so so what girls didn't like him yeah what else did he complain about and cry about that's pretty much it like he was bullied by other people and girls didn't like him so he just he didn't have a girlfriend or anything like that. Like, he just, mm-hmm. whatever. Shocker. Okay. Yeah. So, he ended up becoming deeply interested in archery and tracking and hunting and mm. spent most of his time developing those skills, which ended up being his, like, signature 
MO or modus operandi mm-hmm. for his murders. He would use and like bowing any type of hunting. Both he he used bow and rifle. Bow and rifle. Oh, mm-hmm. God. Which that shit's not fucking easy. Like, mm. Can you imagine that? No, I. You know, I watched this movie a little while ago called uh, "The House That Jack Built" with Matt Dillon in it. Like love this movie. I don't think it's available. I think it was on like Amazon Prime or something. And this movie was so fucked up, so fucked up that it like I can I can for some reason like a requiem for a dream fucked up worse than a requiem for a dream fucked up. And you didn't think that could happen? Check out a fuck it. the house that Jack built with Matt Dillon. Oh my god! It is yeah, and 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 it kind of can put into perspective like how terrible it was. For these women, especially, if, you know, yeah, yeah, that's okay. You should watch it sometime if if you can. Okay, well, I guess I'll do that. I'll happy to have to do that with you because if you try to make me watch it alone, I'm not going to do it. I need to get like excessively stoned and just not be able to move. No, that's fine by me. We'll take out three hours of the day and we'll just <laughs> watching this movie. Okay, <laughs> we will do this. Okay, so. Robert Hansen, Dickie Bob. Mm. He would... <laughs> I'm just having fun with his name. I don't know. I love it. You go, you go ahead with Dickie Bob. <laughs> Dickie Bob. Bobby Dick. I feel like I need to get, like, a picture of Moby Dick and just, like, superimpose his face onto it. <laughs> Bobby Dick. Okay. <sighs> he would abduct and rape mainly sex workers and strippers mm-hmm. uh, and torture them by taking them... Um, to like his home or somewhere he would take them somewhere private okay um he would then after doing whatever the fuck he wanted with them let them loose into the alaskan wilderness and Mm -hmm. hunt them down with a ruger mini 14 which i don't know anything about guns Uh, i'm gonna look that up let me see what that looks like oh i did in fact side goog you did i did on ruger.com Mm-hmm. And it says it's a lightweight semi-automatic rifle manufactured by Sturm Ruger and Company. Mm-hmm. Thirty to or five to thirty round factory box mag. Mm-hmm. Oh, it looks like the fucking Christmas story gun. Mm-hmm. You're gonna shoot your eye out, kid. <laughs> but a lot more deadly. I know like that. Um, huh. It has. It says a fixed piston gas system. And self-cleaning moving gas cylinder gives unparalleled unparalleled reliability Mm -hmm. under harsh operating conditions. Um, And cold hammer forged barrel results in ultra-precise rifling that provides exceptional accuracy and longevity. And he also would keep a knife on him while hunting them, as if they were wild game. That's crazy. Yeah. That's fucking insane. He's a douche. Like... I feel like last episode I designated El Timio as like a garbage can, but I think <laughs> Dick Bob is like a cum dumpster. Like he is just <laughs> the worst of the worst, just terrible, just disgusting. Like blue waffle with ew, a bacterial ew, vaginosis. Oh my god! <laughs> like smells like he walks into the room and you can oh, smell god. his vagina from the door. God. God, no. I got a whiff of that earlier this week. It was just, like, kind of in passing, and I was like, oh, God, like, why? Why why like this? Like, if I can catch the whiff, you can catch the whiff. So exactly. just, like, 
Be respectful to everybody. I know like, you smell that bacteria growing in there. <laughs> you felt that itch? Oh, God. Because uh, I can. I almost feel the itch from the fucking stank. Okay. I know. Uh, okay, back to the butcher. Okay. Sorry. So, Robbie Boy here enlisted in the U.S. Army Reserves in 1957 and was discharged a year later and started working as an assistant drill instructor at a police academy in Pocahontas, Iowa. Pocahontas? Yeah. Uh, I didn't know that was so like cute. I mean, it is cute, but <laughs> very random. I know. Did they say why uh, he was discharged a year later, or no? It just said story? discharged a year later. Okay. Um, while he was working for the police station, mm-hmm. um, he ended up marrying a woman. His first night wife. They don't even give a name. Okay. Uh, but he was twenty-one at the time. Uh, was it a short-lived marriage? Oh, yeah. They got divorced in less than a year. Oh, wow. Okay. Because in December of 1960, while working as a member of the local fire department, um, con- which was confirmed by his friend, Mike Eichler, Eichler, Etchler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, bro. I'm trying. Miscellaneous. Uh, help us. Communication, <laughs> please. We don't know. And um, he had burned down a bus garage belonging to the Pocahontas County Board of Education. Why? I don't fucking know. Oh. I mean, I guess that's like one of the, isn't that like five things of a serial killer? It's like wetting the bed, setting fires. Wetting the bed? Yeah. Is that one of them? Yeah. They all wet the bed? Yeah, that's like a common thing is they they wet the bed, they kill animals, they set fires. I knew the animal thing and the arsonist and then like the, the, the theft, but... Wedding the bed, really? Yeah, it's like one of those weird ones. Huh, okay. No, I never, I didn't know that. I never knew that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but a quote from Mr. Etchler-Eckler. Uh, he was the first guy on the fire because he said it. And I put salty? Question. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's a little mad. Oh, no. Mike's out here just giving all the beans. Um, and he said that on the news. That was in the Esterville News. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this was his first arrest, and his wife left him after he was convicted, dash, in prison. Oh, so she picked up on it real quick, and Mm -hmm. she's like, I'm fucking out of here. Yeah, which probably saved her life. Good for her, yeah. Remarry after that, or? He he does get a second wife, and her name is Darla. Darla. Let me tell you, lady love, Darla is a down bitch. She's got that big dick energy. Like, she's a ride or die bitch. (laughs) Is she now? She oh, is. Oh, oh well, the, well, tell me about sweet little Darla. I will. I will get there, Layla. We are excited. <laughs> so, this was his. This was his first arrest. He was convicted of arson and sentenced to three years in prison, but he only served twenty months, mm-hmm. and he was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Oh, so they thought it was okay to leave him out into the world. And maybe not put him in a, a psych ward because at that time, I can't imagine that it was well controlled. Oh, no, it definitely wasn't. But he no. was like a middle class white guy. They pretty much that's had it made true. Yeah, at that that's time. That's also true. Okay. Um, a psychiatrist had said that he had infantile personality and was obsessed with getting revenge. Infantile? Like, yeah. Like a child. So, like, oh, oh, oh. Instead of letting stuff go, he would just. He would take everything as to, like, a full offense. Okay. Because he's a big baby. Yeah, that's what it pretty much sounds like to me. Quite mm-hmm. me a little. <laughs> the girl didn't like me, Dad. The girl exactly. don't like me. 
I baked them some buns and they wouldn't give me none. <laughs> and now I'm mad. Now I'm mad. Now I'm going to kill all these bitches. That's crazy. Fuck them. Oh, man. <laughs> so he got out of... Um, when he got out mm-hmm. in 1962, he tried to get his life together mm. with some success. Did he? He got married again in uh, 1963 to Ooh, is this, is Darla. Darla? Ooh, Darla. Darla Henrichson. Oh, all right. And moved to Anchorage, Alaska. Okay. Which is where all of this terrible stuff happens. Yeah. So Darla was profoundly religious. Okay. Like what? What? Uh, what kind of religion? What were? What I think type? I'm guessing some kind of like Christianity okay. type deal. But she was about Christian. Very yes. Um. So Dick, Bob, and Darla had two children, mm. and they were considered respected members of the community. Oh. He notched up a few local hunting records, winning trophies and acclaim in the local press for how good he was at hunting. Interesting. Did they ever mention if he was like just as religious as the sweet old Darla was? Oh, no, he definitely wasn't. He actually had gotten arrested a couple times over the years. Oh, wow. During his marriage to sweet old Darla? Oh, yeah. He had gotten arrested for, like, um, assault with a deadly weapon and and theft. And yet he's being celebrated in the news for his hunting accomplishments. It's So I have a timeline written down Uh of, like, specifics of when he first started murdering people and things like that yeah so later on after i finish the narrative i'll Mm -hmm. give you like just the straight timeline of things okay Okay. but like during his marriage with darla who were they married they were married like i think it's written down here somewhere but they were married for like a really long time Uh, i think she divorced him when he finally got caught as being a serial killer you know it always surprises like it surprises me this is only the second episode but i am surprised that like women were like married to these awful men and had no idea like for real Mm -hmm. seriously bro you had no idea well so she thought which i get into um but she just thought that he was out here fucking bitches like she just thought he was getting prostitutes cool with that i mean like well either way it's not okay what the fuck (laughs) like Okay, okay. You know what? All right. Let, let me let me take a step back cuz I'm I'm getting ahead of the game here. Well, it I, you'll you'll see why it was fine with Darla. Darla and him had a very like um she classified it as fraught. They had a very fraught relationship. Like they, What does fraught mean though? Like what do you mean it was, fraught relationship? It was very like a a relationship of convenience kind of thing. Oh. Like she actually Was Darla gay? No. Okay. <laughs> At least that's not what they said. But I mean hmm. it could be. Hmm. But no, Darla was actually, she is the one that took care of the kids and everything. Like all of, Darla was a teacher. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll get, I'll get to that. Let me finish this. Part. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. Is... No, it is. Um, so they lived in a modest home on the outskirts of town. Okay. Uh, and even though him and Pappy didn't get along, he still ended up, you know, following in the family career path and opened a bakery near downtown oh. Anchorage. Um, it became a local favorite to get fresh baked goods, and he was known as Bob the Baker, nicknamed by the locals, but the police actually used to call him Bad Bob the Baker. Bad Bob the Baker. Why? Did he make terrible donuts? Well, he would get arrested all the time for shit. Oh, oh yeah, because you said he was arrested during the years. Okay, oh, yeah. okay. 
Um, so he ended up getting his pilot's license, and um, he bought a small bush plane for hunting game and transporting his victims oh, um, to his hunting grounds, yeah, and then the, the disposal of their body. So it's so he was socially awkward as a kid, but right now in his life, it sounds like people are loving Dick yeah. Bob, you know what I mean? Like, they're talking about his hunting, he's got a bakery... Is he less socially awkward now that he's married and and, and, and has some kids? Like, I think he's... Is he just as awkward? He's He's got more friends, I guess. Like, he's friends with, like, a lot of um, influential people. Yeah, because, so, I mean, like, but how, how do you go from being just, like, this super awkward kid and now you're, like, a social, uh, would you say, like, members of the community, known members of the community, mm-hmm. and yet you live this double life as just this awful person, mm-hmm. straight straight hunting people? Like, oh, yeah. No, he was... Oh, gosh. I know. He was a terrible, terrible human being. Like, there is no way of even... And he knew he was a terrible human. Yeah. But... So, Darla was mm-hmm. a strong, independent woman. Mm-hmm. And, um... So him and Darla, they had a very fraught relationship, and they basically lived like separate lives. And I really? have, yeah, I have in my notes she was a bad bitch. She was a bad bitch. <laughs> I mean, like together but separate. Isn't yeah. that like the ultimate dream? Yeah. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Pretty much. That's like the American dream, right there. <laughs> to be together but separate. Like you're at your place, I'm at my place. You know, I'm not saying it would be the ideal relationship, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be. It's not terrible. Right. You have your own space and I and I have mine. So what's what's up with the separate lives? What she was she was she made him give her some babies and she played mom and was a teacher and was happy. That's pretty much it. Like she he had nothing to do with like the kids. Nothing? He didn't pay for anything that had to do with the house. He only used his money for himself. So Oh, yeah, so she had her master's degree in education and taught children with learning disabilities. Okay. Um, and she used her money to pay all the bills, to support their kids. Dick Bob, on the other hand, used his money on his own needs, quote unquote, and he was like verbally abusive to the kids and her. I wonder what what why Darla wanted this arrangement. I mean, why did she want that? During that time, people weren't getting divorced. Like you didn't just get divorced. Yeah, I mean. You had to have a grounds for it. Yeah, I mean, even then, people probably didn't even get divorced. I, 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 I understand that, but you just, you just wanted a couple kids, and that's it. Maybe Darla had a boo on the side. Maybe she was a lesbian and had a boo on the side if she was okay. I don't with know. This. She was. Prof- I mean, could have. She could have been profoundly religious to hide the fact that she was a lesbian. Exactly, and maybe she was ashamed of it because she was profoundly religious. Because at this time, Lady Love, you know, you, it was not okay to be gay. That is true. You know but what I mean? Don't be ashamed, Darla. Exactly. I mean, don't be ashamed. You would have got that cookie eaten right if you would have been with a girl. She probably was getting that cookie eaten right, <laughs> and you know, the whole the whole family was a was a front was a beard from Darla. I guess it could have been. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, I like my theories. I'm hoping so. Darla, I hope you really had some nice loving on the side because your husband was trash. For real. I, I really dumpster. hope that it came full circle for you because this shit is crazy. Mm-hmm. I told you. <laughs> Darla's a down bitch. Like, she's that ride or die big dick energy. <laughs> <laughs> so, All right, Darla. So... 
1972, he was sentenced to six months in prison for assault. Mm. And 1976, he was arrested for a failed attempt to steal a chainsaw from a department store. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, this assault, does it say if it's, like, against a woman or a man or... Um, so, in the timeline that I wrote, like, it's kind of a questionable timeline depending on which website it was. Okay. But there was a stripper that he, like, kidnapped. He took her to a state park and raped her and then let her go and told her that if he, she told anyone, he was going to kill her her family. Um and so she did report it. Wow. But, like, no one believed her. <gasps> yeah. So then, and then before that, there was a, a woman that he pulled a gun on. Mm-hmm. And where was it? His exact words were, um, I think it was, like, something, if you move, I'll blow your fucking head off. But her her roommate mm-hmm. happened to walk out at the same time and seen him pull a gun on her. So before he could actually kidnap her, he ran away. Because oh. he's a pussy. I'm a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> little bitch, I ain't fucking with you. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so he was sentenced to five years in jail. Mm-hmm. And he was ordered to get psych treatment for his bipolar disorder. And the Alaskan Supreme Court eventually ordered his sentence to be lessened to time served. So wow. he was only in jail for, like, because he was very manipulative. And he would, like, convince them that he was A-OK up in here. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> so, during the mid-1970s, it brought, like, thousands of workers to Anchorage mm-hmm. uh, after the construction of the 800-mile Trans-Alaskan Pipeline. Mm-hmm. And along with that came drugs and prostitutes and sex workers. Wow. Yeah. So, that alone kind of made it easier for him to get away with the murders that he did. Just all the busyness well the the busyness the people coming and going they wouldn't really notice if you know people went missing oh oh yeah that makes sense okay yeah so darla clearly a ride or die also supported dick bob financially through his incarceration whoa 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 Mm -hmm. if she was getting nothing out of it why was she financially supporting him while he was in jail darla girl i don't i i i don't know now (laughs) i don't know I Big mean, thick energy is a little less for me right now, I know. if I'm being honest. You know what I mean? But he was verbally abusive towards her. It could have just been, like, she felt like she didn't have a choice or he... But he was in jail. That would have been the perfect time to dip. I guess. Maybe she just didn't want to break up her family because of something stupid, like... Maybe she was, you know? I mean... Maybe she was. It could be. It could be. She and she just needed him as her beard. Exactly. It's not like because that's a lot of shit to deal with just to just for what? That's to get true. Nothing out of no one. It's yeah, especially because he was charged um, with abducting and sexually abusing a housewife and prostitute. What the fuck? And you stick with him through that? Yeah. You're gonna fucking okay, what is it? If it was commissary, get out of here, Darla. Yeah, Darla. Darla was. Ah. She told one of the sergeants that like was on the case uh-huh. later that she was um, humiliated by the whole thing. Oh, was she now? But she still stayed with him and even brought the kids to visit him in jail. The kids that you don't pay for. Yeah, the kids that he don't pay for the and kids don't that talk you don't to. Pay for and don't take care of. Be want me to spend my money, time, and energy to come come see you in jail? Yeah. I, Listen. I, 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 all right. This religious thing kind of 
I don't Burrows know, deep, what, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Like, the religion, like, you mean, like, what does the religion have to do with the influence of staying with this fucking cum, cum dumpster? Well, because, I mean, in religion, they believed in no divorce, no matter how much of a... I thought that was only with Catholics. Like, I thought Catholics were the one that were just like, well, I think that's no, what... like, you cannot get out, you know, we'll spit on you if you get divorced type of shit. Yeah, that's probably what she was. I mean, it just says <laughs> that she was very religious. I have people. so many more questions. It's just burdening my soul. <laughs> it hurts my soul, too, because I feel like Darla could have gotten her some. Like, she had a very, like, olive oil, you know, Popeye. Was she... Was she good looking? She was like. Was she attractive? Was she somebody out of Joe Bob? What's his name? Dick oh. Bob Z. <laughs> she was Joe definitely Bob. out of <laughs> Robert Hansen, Dick Bob, Bobby Dick. Um, she was definitely out of his league, I personally think. If you want to look her up, her name is Darla Henrichson. Yeah, let's see. She had a very like housewifey look to her. What's the last name again? Henrichson. Okay. But so she just thought that he was slutting around with prostitutes. She had no idea that he was a serial killer. The fact that she was okay with the fact that he was even slutting around with prostitutes is stupid to me. I mean, like my brain cannot compute. I am just not with the program. It's they, still not okay, but oh, okay. okay. I mean, they could have had an agreement. Like, listen, I don't want to have sex with you, so you can go find it somewhere else. You think that was that was that type of relationship, or it was just like you know, listen. My grandma said that to my grandpa once. Oh, whoa, wait, what? Yeah. I think, I'm pretty sure he like asked her for a blowy or something, and she was like, you can go get that somewhere else. I'm not a whore. Oh, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> grandma didn't get down like that? Apparently not. But no, I mean, back I in those days, grandma wasn't about it. Listen, I grew up with my grandma telling me, you only date them. You don't lay with them. Oh, <laughs> Get them for all they can give you and leave. Wise words, Granny. Amen to that. I didn't listen to Granny on the whole. (laughs) It's okay. Or I was. Not anymore. We don't judge. Not anymore. Now I'm too old to be a hoe. My back hurts. (laughs) (laughs) So, have have you found Darla? I think Darla's mad plain looking. That's what I'm saying. Like she, it's hard to say because it's not that she's unattractive. She just looks like a house mom. She's very plain looking. Yeah, like I said, olive oil. Like she reminds me of olive oil. Yeah, I see. I see the comparison, especially with the dress that she's wearing. Yeah, I'm sure that was like hip with the times, though. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I feel like she's getting ready to take her like senior class photo where they got like the fake shirt that they put on you. Yeah, and the pearls. Just drape it over. Yeah. So it, like, just meets the camera angle. <laughs> I inadvertently found a picture of this uh, butcher baker. What do you think of Dick Bob? He looks dorky, but he he doesn't look like, you know. Oh no, that's not. That's a good picture of him. That's a good picture. Yeah, of him? go. Go find a better, like a nice, not angled, you that, know, I mean, filtered photograph. <laughs> Alaskan butcher. Yeah. Well, his name is Robert Hansen. I guess butcher I... Baker will do. You know what he almost looks like to me in this picture, like a like a distorted Brad Pitt. Almost, but not really. Really, yeah. I, I love the glasses. I feel like I he's mean, got almost like an old. Jason Bourne look to him. Oh, yeah, I see that. I kind of see that. Oh, here. 
Ooh, straight creeper. Yeah. Like, ooh, ooh, not as, okay. I say, I can see that guy coming to me at 7 Eleven and trying to return some <laughs> bottles that he pulled out of the top's trash can. <laughs> Fucking nickel bastards. I know, nickel bastards. <laughs> Fucking smelly. Oh, man. He comes in smelling like a fucking 40. <laughs> so. So due to all the people coming and going from the city, mm-hmm. Dick Bob took advantage and started using strip clubs and back alleys as his hunting grounds for unsus- unsuspecting victims. Okay. Um, his first victim was a stripper or possibly sex worker that he picked up in the 1970s. Mm-hmm. Um, he pulled a gun on her while he was driving out of town um, and she fought him. Okay. Did you win? Uh, they struggled, and he stabbed her in the neck. Oh, whoa, what the fuck? Dash back <laughs> with a knife that she was carrying. <gasps> yeah, it wasn't even his knife. He oh. stabbed her with her own knife. Oh, man. Um, and other articles say that her autopsy showed that she died from a stab wound to the back. That's awful. Yeah. Uh, but, like, on this timeline that I have here, mm-hmm. they believe uh, that his first, like, technical victim mm-hmm. was s- someone named Susie Heppard and who was 18 and she was the one who he tried to like abduct her mm-hmm. and told her to shut the fuck up or he'll blow her head off mm. but um nothing ever the happened. The one that talked that no one no one believed? Yeah mm-hmm. so that's that's who they consider his first victim even though she wasn't actually no no she's not the one that talked and wouldn't believe that's um that was the second victim. Okay okay for the first victim who he pulled the gun on, he mm-hmm. was sentenced to five years, but he only actually served three months. What is up with these short sentences for these creeps? This motherfucker got away with everything, clearly. I mean, obviously, but, like, I just don't understand. Like, you did all these awful things, and we're going to lock you away, but it's only going to be for a little while. Yeah, just a little while, and then we'll let you know, okay? Well, okay. Bye. Back then, I think they firmly believed in, like, the reform system. So he would just fake it till you make it kind of thing. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Just be like, oh, I'm so, I am so sorry. I didn't mean to rape all these strippers and kill them. Yeah, like, the fuck? All right. So he buried her in a shallow grave about a mile south of Mm -hmm. South Eklutna Lake Road. Mm -hmm. um, Near Milepost 2 in Eklutna, Alaska. Mm -hmm. In a heavily wooded area. On July 17th, 1980, and electrical workers found her skeletal remains buried alongside some power lines. And unfortunately, her remains were and are still unidentified. Oh, wow. So they gave her the name Eklutna Annie. Oh, no. I mean, I guess it's more exciting than Jane Doe, right? Yeah, it is. It, it is a little bit more perky than Jane Doe, but I can see with just with the heavy traffic in the area how she went unidentified but you know no family no family had a different family member that went missing but you know what this is still alaska yeah this is alaska this is fucking far up there these motherfuckers live in like negative 30 degrees and they're okay with it which you know what more power to you i still want to visit the state but like damn no like and back then it's not like they had computer systems to like really compare missing people oh my god that's true that's so true yeah and imagine all the people just gone missing and and dna wasn't a thing back then i don't think i'm pretty sure they would identify people off of like teeth and fingerprints so she didn't have any teeth and fingerprints it's not like they can do much about it yeah you're right it's dental records play a lot Mm -hmm. right yeah huh all right so 
Uh, Dick Bob continued on with the pattern many times before he was finally captured. And his general MO was offering his victims money for sex or other mm-hmm. innocuous things like taking photos, mm-hmm. uh, pulling a gun on them after they were in his car, mm-hmm. taking them to a second location where he raped and tortured them, which was sometimes his actual home where his wife and kids <gasps> lived. Really? Yeah. What? Was it a big house? Like, so did he did he time it to like a time where the wife and kids weren't home? Yeah. So since him and Darla didn't really live mm-hmm. lives together, like she would take the kids on vacations and leave him home. Oh, yeah. So they like they legit just lived. I don't very get it. Lives. Like she took the kids on vacation, but she supported him while he was in jail. I don't know. Darla's what? a down bitch, but she's kind of dumb. I don't know. Like I, I, I don't that Darla is a down bitch that I want to be. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, when you said down bitch, I was like, I thought she was like low-key assisting him. Not that that's a good thing, but like... Oh, no. She was just like 100% devoted to her mans. Because she did not even mention the the thought of a divorce even after he like sexually assaulted another person and was put in prison for it. I don't know how much I really like Darla, to be honest with you. I'm know. not really sold by her. She has no big dick energy to me. Like it has just <laughs> it has disappeared depleted to nothing. <laughs> just absolute nothingness. I feel not a thing. I'm sorry, Darla. We I, tried. I tried. I tried. You, she did try. She, Lady Love did try for you, Darla. But you know, you he he he's out here straight fucking holes, and you just trying to bat bat your eyes the other way and be like, it's okay. I'm gonna take the kids on vacation. No, <laughs> bye, like, honey. Right. I'll. See you in a week. You got the house to yourself. Like, don't catch gonorrhea. Bye. No, 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 no. This is this is not how to how to do it. Yeah, I don't know, Darla. I feel bad because Darla grew up in an age where women didn't really have a voice. Yeah. So, I mean, nowadays if that would happen, I'd be like, wow, this is a dumb <laughs> bitch. But Darla. You mean, it's the 70s. You mean she was, I mean, it was the 80s at this point. Yeah. Right? Like, come yeah, on. No, yeah, it's on. Come on. It's, yeah. We yeah. moved on. We did. We have moved on. Uh, well, maybe, Dar- if maybe Darla would have taken a little bit of that, like, orange sunshine. And she had a master's, though. Yeah, she had a master's. That's a Hold on. All right. Now I'm thinking a little bit deeper into this. Now I'm, a, I'm now I'm even slightly more annoyed because it's not like she was uneducated and couldn't provide for herself. Oh yeah, she provided. She could very clearly provide for herself. She took care of the house. She took care of the kids. She fucking took care of this bum when he went to jail. Mm-hmm. But the, what what perplexes me is that she really didn't need him. So why did she have him? I don't know. So why, Darla? Why? <laughs> because I am. Oh, maybe, gosh. Maybe we can perform a seance and have Darla come back from the dead to answer these questions. Because yeah, we might have to at this rate because I'm just not understanding and I don't like it. Darla, she is perplexed. I am perplexed. <laughs> so, so after torturing them, he would drive or fly them to the remote location. and Or his home. Yeah. Well, no, this is after he took them to possibly his home. He would take them to parks or his house, whatever. Okay. So this is when he was going to let them free. Um, So he would release them into the wild to track them like wild game before killing them Mm -hmm. and then disposing of their bodies. Mm -hmm. Which, fun fact, I got from um, one of Devin's besties. Mm Mm-hmm. Colin, I almost called you by your nickname. I won't put you out there like that, though. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Um. 
He said that Robert Hansen is a subject of study in the high schools in Alaska as a really? person mm-hmm, as a person of national interest stemming from national interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because uh, I guess he was from the state, and his use of uh, bush planes to bury the victims in the sandbars on ri- on rivers and borderland was genius when it came to hiding bodies because that's like something that's uniquely Alaskan. It's very difficult to land the planes in like these areas. Wait, wait, wait. So, all right. I I I am speechless. I am without speech. Because <laughs> I know. I was, they study him? Yeah, they study him in Does high school. Does he really deserve that respect to be studied in high school? I mean, we studied who, tell me who we studied that was a serial killer. And it's just like, I know he did all these bad things, but guess what? Napoleon did. was really cool. I, I don't really remember. Napoleon? He was like a murderer. Genghis Khan was a, was a murderer rapist. All I think about Napoleon is like little man complex, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, Genghis Khan, he was a serial murderer and rapist. And they literally say like most of Asia is related to each other because of him. Because he just like spread his little man seed all over the place. Now my ears are so short. I'm yeah, just kidding. it's because they're all related to Genghis Khan. I'm just kidding. Oh, Genghis Khan had a beard. Is that why you have a beard? Chris, bleep him out. Bleep his name out. It's better if it's a mystery. You think it's a it's a it's like a Genghis Khan thing? No, no. I don't know. Where's his twenty three and me? I want these notes. Uh, you want to know? <laughs> I know. I want the receipts on this one. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, there are millions upon millions of locations around the state that are all identical and unsuspecting when it came to, like, the places that he would bury these bodies. Mm-hmm. And that's why a lot of his victims' bodies still haven't been found. And wow. Yeah. And this whole landing the planes in these, like, not... Uh, leveled areas is uniquely Alaskan. Okay. Um, he said that, uh, direct quote, this guy doing that to hide corpses, I always thought was a really dark reflection of life, quote unquote, in Alaska. Because, like, in Alaska, you have to, like, hunt your game. It's a very mm-hmm. different lifestyle from what we live. I, my mom loves, like, the last frontier and... All these, I can't think of them right now, but she loves, like, all these Alaskan shows. I don't know why. She just thinks they're amazing. But I know she thinks they're so amazing because these people are just legit, like, hunters, gatherers. They're healthy as fuck. themselves. <laughs> yeah, like, put me up in Alaska. I probably won't be able to. Listen, I would not survive. <gasps> Devin was watching one of those, like, the last of the Alaskan shows or some shit. Yeah, yeah. There was yeah. this lady on there named Edna or... Something like that, and this bitch was trying to fight a bear. Like, oh, oh really? Yeah, Dude, that's the shit that I mean, though. Like, these motherfuckers are ready for anything, and they are very self-sufficient. Like, zombie apocalypse comes, Alaskans are like, they're gonna be fine. Me? No, definitely uh, questionable. Zombie apocalypse, lady love. That's it. I'm just, I'm, I'm reserving myself to the fact that I will die. It's fine. Really? I'm good with it. I'm good with it. You've accepted your fate. You're like, you know what? I'm not going to make it. No, I'm not one of these. I don't think I can survive. I can't go camping for three days at a festival without electricity. 
<laughs> you don't think the zombie apocalypse is for you? <laughs> zombie apocalypse. What we the electricity went out for four hours I the know, other you day. Were like, looking at hotels. I was looking at hotels. I'm not playing that shit. I like. I read the message and I was like, a hotel seems like a, a little bit like mud right now. Really, Listen, like my toothbrush is even electric. <laughs> I I have an I have an electric toothbrush too, but I was just gonna stick it out in the dark. Fuck it. Put a couple of candles up, read by candlelight, and like, you know, I don't know. But Mm-mm. I. I the last time I did that was the October storm when we were in, like, sophomore year of high school. And I, I hated that. my life. I was shaving by candlelight and I wanted to off myself. <laughs> oh, God, that's funny. So the bush pilot community is small and the task is inherently dangerous for newer pilots. It takes skill regardless to land on unimproved surface mm-hmm. the way that Dick Bob did. So, I mean, he's got, like traits where it's like he's a great hunter i mean obviously if they he's study his shit in fucking alaskan schools or whatever the fuck yeah sure why not i mean i guess he was impressive i guess for a serial killer mm-hmm. so dick bob didn't murder all of his victims he admitted late he admitted later to raping 30 women throughout the 1970s and 80s mm-hmm. and would bring them back to anchorage but threaten them to not tell authorities so throughout this whole terrible, terrible time, mm-hmm. he seemed to have arre- had been arrested for everything except rape and murder. Like he got arrested for theft. He got arrested for assault. Really? He got arrested for sexual assault. He got arrested for arson. Before he was arrested for any of the rapes and murders? I yeah. I mean, no wonder he was fucking released within months. Yeah. What were they really charging him for? Um, These fucking petty. So he had been charged for assault with a deadly weapon. Larceny. Oh. Um, but he was released after minimal time in prison each time. I just don't get it. Just like, no big deal. Fuck it. I know. What the fuck? This is bullshit. Right. I feel like I feel like I would get arrested for something stupid like public intoxication and I'd be in jail for like a week. No, no jaywalking. I know jaywalking. <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> just fucking be pulled over, you know, just mm-hmm. thinking you're crossing the street, all of a sudden. Man, especially out here. I definitely stop for, like, the full stop at a stop sign. You know what I mean? Like, they're not going to catch me out here. You seem to have to me like, love. Right. I, I, no I rolling. Stop. Yeah. No rolling at the stop signs out here. Not out here. They will catch you. They will ticket your ass. Ugh. I mean, at least I got away with it that one day. Thank you. I appreciate you, sir cop. (laughs) Okay. So, as more and more bodies were discovered in remote, shallow graves, uh, state troopers and investigators began to suspect that they may be dealing with a serial killer. Mm -hmm. And in 1983, Dick Bob made his first huge mistake. Oh. (laughs) The thing that got him caught. The thing. So, the thing mm-hmm. was named Sidney Paulson. Mm-hmm. Um, so, on June 13th, 1983, mm-hmm. Robert Hansen, Bobby Dick, picked up a 17-year-old sex worker named Cindy Paulson. Wow. He offered her $200 for a blowy. Mm-hmm. She agrees and gets into the front seat of his car. And so, he picked her up around midnight in downtown Anchorage. Okay. Uh, she describes him as shy, quiet, and unassuming, 
and they decide to go to a nearby parking lot to complete the transaction. And as soon as they get there, he turns off the engine, and she gets down to being nice, mm-hmm. you know, trying to make a, s- a speedy, you know, two hundred dollars speedy business mm-hmm. transaction, especially two hundred dollars for a blowy. It's not bad. It's not I bad know. at all. The first thing that came to my mind, I'm like, you know what, two hundred dollars, man. She could get her some new AirPods. Maybe. Yeah. Black Friday's coming up. That's what I'm saying. Maybe a new TV. I'm not mad at her. I'm not mad at her. (laughs) So, he starts to play with her hair and jewelry, and then all of a sudden, he rips her head up and has a gun pointed in her face. Oh, no. Mind you, this girl's 17 years old. Oof. Playing with her jewelry, like, what does that mean, though? So I guess she like had maybe a necklace on and was like playing with her hair and her earrings, maybe okay. a necklace. I mean, I guess I've I don't know. <laughs> no one's had ever quote unquote given me a blowies really worn jewelry. I guess. I guess right. Like no one's ever played with my jewelry. Yeah. I'd probably be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Like I know. Why are you, you playing not? with my earrings? Yeah, yeah. Fuck out of here! Trying to, like trying to steal from me. I don't know. I I don't know why that's where my head goes, but. Okay, I'm playing with jewelry. <laughs> Trying to steal a stripper's earrings. What's wrong with you? Prostitute. Prostitute. That's right. Okay, but fun fact, uh-huh. um, Vanessa Hudgens actually plays Cindy Paulson in the movie that was made about this terrible person. They made a movie about him? Yeah. It was, was called... Was it a Lifetime movie? I don't think so. It's called The Frozen Ground with Scott by Scott Walker. The Frozen Ground? Yeah, I guess it's a movie about him and um, Vanessa Hudgens plays... 17-year-old Cindy Paulson. The Frozen Ground. I have to look this shit up. I never heard of it. I didn't know that it was a thing. never heard of it either. 2013. Nicholas Cage is in this movie. Nicholas Cage? And 50 Cent is in this movie. 50 Cent? Yeah, look, he's on, look, he's on the title. Like the little, what is it? How many black people are in Alaska? Because I don't think there's that many. Black people don't like the cold. John uh, John Cusack, Nicolas Cage, Vanessa Hudgens, and Curtis 50 Cent Jackson. Maybe we should rent this on Amazon Prime after we get off of this. <laughs> for Alaska's most prolific serial killer. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he tells her to be quiet, and if she listens to what he says, he won't hurt her. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Dick Bob drives her to a blue house not too far from the parking lot, which is, in fact... His home, where him and Darla and the kids live. That's just... And uh, so Darla used to take the kids to Arkansas to visit her family in the summer. Mm -hmm. So that could be why, you know, he took Cindy to the house. Because she wasn't there. So he drags her in the house and down into the basement. And he sexually assaults, which I'm guessing is rape. Mm -hmm. um, Rapes her. And then chains her to a support beam. And then he takes a five-hour nap on the couch right next to her. Five hour, five hour nap. A five hour nap after he just got done raping this girl and oh, chained her to a support beam. Oh God! How the fuck do you take a nap after that? Sick human being. I have an anxiety attack when I like run the red light and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> you look around, look to your left, look to your right, in the rear view. God, please, I hope a cop didn't see that. <laughs> I say he just, just straight up just napping. What he just committed like. Six different felonies in five minutes. Not even phased by it. And he's napping. Not even phased by it. But I guess that kind of shows, like, how far displaced they are from, like, the emotional aspect of this kind of stuff. I guess. I don't know. 
So she decides to commit everything that she can about him and her surroundings to memory. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he has animal heads and pelts everywhere and hunting trophies all over the walls. Uh, when he finally wakes up, he lets her use the bathroom and tells her he'll let her go if she lets him take her to his to see his cabin. So his cabin was on Knick, on the Knick River area. Mm-hmm. area? area <laughs> on the Knick River area. Um, and this is the cabin that he would take all the women to when he would do this, do the deed. Okay. Um, so they can only get there by plane. And she obviously knows that he's lying because, I mean, she's a 17-year-old prostitute. Mm-hmm. You think she hasn't been around the block once or twice? Right. She can't tell a liar. Right. Absolutely. Um, and she figures she'll die if she ends up getting on this plane. So she acts like she's all cool with it. And as soon as he's busy packing up the plane with no shoes on and handcuffs, she makes a break for it. Oof. She jumps out of the car and runs towards the highway. Mm-hmm. And he chased after her. But she managed to flag down a trucker who um, picked her up. And he had seen a man chasing her. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she was, like, freaking the fuck out and asks her to drive, asks him to drive her to a hotel where her boyfriend's staying, quote unquote, which... Wait, boyfriend or pimp? It's her pimp. Okay. She calls him her boyfriend. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was code. Okay, I didn't catch up to that. Sorry, sorry, I'm back. So, in a couple different websites, one says that he drove her to the Mush Inn, mm-hmm. and then she happened to make her way to the Timberwolf Inn or some shit. Mm-hmm. Either way, she went to some shitty motel where her boyfriend, Pimp, was staying. <laughs> and <laughs> Where her boo thing was. I know. Where her bae. <laughs> where her bae is at. And um, after this whole thing, he calls the cops because that's just some crazy shit. Hmm. So Officer Greg Baker ends up tracking her down at the Big Timber Motel. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was still handcuffed and very distraught. She told him about her assault and also told him that her boyfriend had left Mm -hmm. to go find uh, keys to get the cuffs off or something. So he ends up taking the handcuffs off of her because the officer has a master key. Mm -hmm. And as soon as he does that, her mental state kind of seems to like stable out a little better. Um, And she told him about her assault and agreed to go with him to the police station to make a formal statement. Mm -hmm. So while on the way there, they're passing Merrill Field Airport. And Cindy starts to panic, and she says that she sees the plane that her captor had tried to force her on. Oh, man. So they stop, go into this uh, airport, and the plane that she saw was not Dick Bob's. But they do actually end up finding his aircraft at this same airfield. Mm -hmm. And Cindy tells the cop um, every detail about Dick Bob correctly. His physical description, his house, and everything in it, including the gun he used to abduct her. The support beam um, she was chained to and correctly identified the make and model of his car. Wow. Uh, And they actually even found her sneakers on the floor of his uh, front passenger seat because she left them in there. Yeah. So anticipating that law law enforcement was going to come and search him Mm -hmm. um, when Cindy got away, Robert Dick Bob hid all of the evidence and explained away the situation completely by saying that um, he did go on a date with her, but
but he refused to pay her what she asked. So her story is just payback. <laughs> yeah. And he also sets up a fake alibi with three upstanding citizens mm-hmm. um, who lie for him and say that he was with them during the time of the attack. Of course they do. And because she was a sex worker, the cops believed him and nothing really became of it for a long while. And the other cops except Greg Baker. Greg mm-hmm. Baker did believe her and he wanted to pursue it, but he was kind of SOL on the situation. Mm-hmm. So a little later, after the bodies of three different women are found, um, Greg Baker ends up giving Cindy's file to a trooper. And um, this trooper, Sergeant Glenn Floth, mm-hmm. ended up connecting the dots and realized that all of these missing and murdered sex workers dash strippers were the workings of a serial killer. Um, so Cindy's file was sent in for a psychological profile, and the description comes back matching Robert Hansen Dick perfectly. Dick Bob. I know. Dick Bob, Bobby Dick. Uh and Glenn Floth tracks down Cindy once again, mm-hmm. and her testimony ends up playing a crucial role in getting a search warrant, a warrant for Dick Bob's house. Wow. Um, so his douchey friends ended up being questioned again mm-hmm. after they found, you know, all these bodies and stuff. And they actually admitted that they were lying for Dick Bob. Um, and when they admitted it is kind of questionable because some say that they said that he was lying before he was arrested, and other articles say that they had finally spilled the beans after he was arrested. Mm-hmm. So it's iffy. It's iffy. But while searching his home, they found a secret soundproof room behind a wall panel where Cindy was kept Whoa. in the basement. An aviation map, map marked with twenty-four X's behind his headboard, which the authorities believe and are definitely right about, is where he buried his victims. Wow. Yeah. So in his attic, they found several pieces of jewelry and trophies taken from his victims Mm -hmm. and the murder weapon, a twenty-two caliber rifle. So he ends up pleading guilty for four murders Mm -hmm. and made a full confession admitting to killing and hunting 17 women and raping 30 more. Um, but he was only convicted for the murders of Sherry Morrow, Joanne Messina, Eklutna Annie, and Paula Goulding, and the kidnapping and rape of Cindy Paulson. Yeah. So he killed, like, two dozen people, but was only mm-hmm. convicted for four of them. I don't get that. I don't know. It seems like he got away with everything in life. Yeah, pretty much. Like... He lit a school bus on fire, or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Assaulted a person, stole a chainsaw. I mean, do you think his social status had a lot to do with it? I mean, I feel like it does to some degree. Most definitely. It said that a lot of the reason that he got away with the things that he did is because he had friends that, like, backed up his character. Gotcha. Because he was a bullshitter. Yeah. Um. So, as part of his plea deal, Dick Bob agreed to show the investigators where he buried his victims, mm-hmm. but only 12 of them were recovered. And he confessed to two more murders. Um, So the names of uh, the bodies that they had found, Mm -hmm. or no, the names of the women that he admitted to was Roxanne Eastland. They did not find her body. Mm -hmm. Joanne Messina. Lisa Futrell. 
Sherry Morrow, Andrea Altieri, nobody, mm-hmm. Sue Luna, Paula Golding, Malai Larson, mm-hmm. Daylin Frey, Teresa Watson, Angela Federn, Tamara Peterson, Eklutna Annie, mm-hmm. and Horseshoe Harriet, which Eklutna Annie and Horseshoe Harriet are unidentified. Gotcha. Um, and in February of 1984, he was sentenced to 461 years in life without the possibility of parole. Finally. I know. It only took forever. Right. Like, he's had a fucking whole life, married twice, and kids. Yeah. And still managed to murder half a dozen people. With just zero regard for any human life at all. And he's being celebrated? Like, they study him? Yeah, they study him. Oh, I'm still mind blown by that. that, Still. That has to be some kind of, like, a sick, kind of twisted, proud moment for him. That people Mm -hmm. are going to remember him forever because of the terrible things that he's done. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, even just me looking up, like, serial killers, he's one of the most popular. To hunt to hunt women. Yeah, to hunt them like wild game. Come on. Like, I'm fairly certain it'll be way harder to hunt down a goddamn deer than it would be for fucking to oh, hunt Cindy. Yeah, yeah. Like, absolutely. Come on. So there's three more murders that uh, authorities believe that he had committed. Mm-hmm. Um Celia Van Zanten, mm-hmm. Megan Americk, and Mary Thill, but Dick Bob denies ever murdering them. So, I don't know. I'm kind of iffy on it because I'm like, if you were going to admit to all this, why not just admit to all of it? Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. So, he died on August 21st, 2014 at age 75 of natural causes. So, he lived like a whole long life in prison. Good. After this. Good. I don't know. I feel like it would have been better if he lived a terrible life. Like, they should have just left him in solitary confinement for, like, (laughs) an excessive amount of time so he'd go (laughs) insane. He could only eat, like, bad beans. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, it's very fitting. It's it's a very fitting punishment for such a terrible human being, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. I can't believe... I mean, like I said before, some crimes, you just deserve to suffer through all the way through the end and this dude definitely didn't deserve to just die of natural causes while getting three square meals a day and doing whatever they did in jail back then but no i digress he's fucking he got lucky for whatever he did they should have just straight murdered him right there Mm -hmm. on the spot fry him agreed I don't know. Arsenic in the cookies. Agreed. (laughs) So, Robert Hansen was quoted as saying, During my junior high or high school days, I Mm -hmm. could not control my speech at all. I was always so embarrassed and upset with it from people making fun of me that I hated the word school. Yeah. So, this is like one of the reasons that he ended up turning into a serial killer. Okay. Bless you, they love. Don't have Rona, I swear. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I attest to it. No Rona over here. No Rona. And then he was also quoted as saying, from the scars and so forth on my face, you can probably see, I could see why girls would not want to get close to me. So, like, he said himself. I'm a creep. Yeah. But he's I, still I mad at it. Like me. Okay. So, the timeline that I was going to give you mm-hmm. is 1971, Susie Heppard, mm-hmm. first victim, 
age 18, assault with a deadly weapon. Her roommate called the cops. Um, there was no physical harm. He told her, shut up, sweetheart, or I'll blow your head off. Mm. And then he ended up running away because he was pussy. Uh, sentenced to five years, only served three months. Three months. Number two listed mm-hmm. is an unnamed topless dancer who was sexually assaulted at Kenai Peninsula Cabin. Threatened, he threatened to kill her and her whole family. If she told, he let her, he let her go and was arrested. And Dick Bob had influential friends, character witness, and convince um, and convince the dancer to drop the charges. So this is in nineteen seventy something. Mm-hmm. If they had just fucking arrested this bastard, then a lot of these women would not have had to die. Mm-hmm. Um, number three is July 17th, 93, or 73, sorry, <laughs> 93. <laughs> uh, Megan Emmerich, last seen folding laundry in her sewer dormitory. Wait, what? Uh, folding laundry in a sewer? So sewer is a place. I thought the same thing. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So Seward is just the place. She was in her dorm in Seward. Oh, okay. I thought she was like in a sewer folding no. laundry. I was like, whoa, wait, 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 what? <laughs> no, Seward is a place in Alaska. Okay, okay. All right, I'm back with you. Uh, so they don't really give any deets on what happened. They just said that she was last seen on this day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mary Kay Phil was possibly a victim. That's one of the ones that he wouldn't say that he actually killed Mm -hmm. uh number four is he raped an unnamed stripper at the kit kat club Mm. on or no she worked at the kit kat club on old sewer highway Mm -hmm. um and he took her to chugach chuwatch what the fuck is that chugach (laughs) i would pronounce it chugach yeah we'll go with chugach state park Got your state part. Um, he let her go. She reported the rape, but no one believed her. Oh, so that's another one. That's just terrible. Like, yeah, what? and this is all in the seventies. Yeah, yeah. He was doing this until eighty four mm-hmm. or eighty three is when he th- committed the last one. Um, May nineteenth, nineteen eighty, Joanna Messina. Her body was found in a gravel pit near the Seward area on May nineteenth, nineteen eighty. I said that already. Mm -hmm. Uh, July 19th, no, sorry, July 17th, 1980, an unnamed woman was found in a grave outside of Anchorage, Mm -hmm. and her body was in such terrible condition, like animals had dragged it all over the place and everything, Mm -hmm. that they were unable to identify her. So she was known as Eklutna Annie. Mm Mm-hmm. But her body was, like, so far apart from everybody else's that they just didn't think that it was related. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so, September 13th, 82, Sherry Morrow, her mortal remains were found on a sandbar by two Anchorage cops who were hunting along the Kinnick River. Mm-hmm. And at this time, Sergeant Lyle Hughesvan, Hughesvan, I feel like they should, what is that? Give you, like, the pronunciation yeah. or <laughs> the breakdown of the word mm-hmm. on how to say it. So he actually started thinking that the disappearance of the dancers and everything were all connected. Mm-hmm. But when there was a period of time when no more bodies were found, he was just like, nah, no big deal. <laughs> and, like, the idea of a serial killer was dropped. So that was in 82. Just like that? Yeah. 
they were just like, well, we haven't found any bodies for a while, so guess fuck it. Uh, 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 yeah. Not our problem anymore. Then June 13th, 1983, Cindy Paulson, mm-hmm. and we know her story already. Um, and then on September 2nd, 83, Sergeant Glenn Floth connected the dots finally. And afterwards, he found another body mm-hmm. in the same spot as where Sherry Morrow's body was found. So that's when he knew for sure that it was yeah. a serial killer. And after he was convicted... Yeah, after Robert Hansen was convicted, mm-hmm. Greg Baker, the detective, said that Cindy ran up to him, throwing her arms around him while crying, saying, thank you, thank you, thank you. And at that time, she was off the streets and eating and sleeping regularly. Oh, good for her. So the most recent update on her mm-hmm. is that she's married. Oh. And she has settled down with her family mm-hmm. somewhere in Alaska. Oh, good for her. So I guess, you know, cup half full. Yeah, some, yeah. Some good things happen. For sure, for sure. Especially, you know, I'm sure she made a little bit of money off that sweet, sweet movie deal. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I feel like they had to have because they had to interview her. That's yeah, how they I mean, found out. When I, when, I, when I read a little bit about the movie, it seems like it's just her telling her story. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So good for her. Good for you. You know? I mean, definitely a cup half full situation. For sure. And she said that after she had interviewed with the people about the movie, Mm -hmm. because they asked her a lot of stuff and she made them okay first with the detectives to make sure that she was allowed to, like, tell the story. Mm -hmm. Um, But after she did, she told them that she felt like a giant weight had been lifted off of her shoulders because she had never really talked about it. Yeah. And given the situation of how, you know, everything came about Mm -hmm. she was a sex worker at the time so no one took her seriously they just looked at her like she was scum or something right right yeah yeah so now she's turned her life around look at you cindy you got vanessa hudgens playing you yeah girl with 50 cent your movie exactly (laughs) get it cindy we're out here but so that's kind of all I got for this case. That's it. That's that is, in fact, it. It wasn't terrible. I mean, it is terrible. It but. is terrible, but it's a good one. Very good, Lay Love. Yeah. Good very job. good. Yeah. Like to Lay Love. I digged it. I dig it. I know. After doing all this research, I literally had to like lay in bed and put on an episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine so I didn't <laughs> fall asleep thinking I was gonna be hunted down by a oh god, such a terrible way Dexter to go. wannabe. Yeah. Yeah, a terrible way to go. It's definitely awful. But I think next week I might possibly do a little something something where the ladies get get to have a little revenge. Yeah. I'll, do, I'll just drop that right there. Women revenge. Women revenge. I did it. But if you like this podcast and you like us, I think you should go on Facebook and like our Facebook group at Wine Wicked Crimes and Cat Moms Oh My. And you can follow us on Instagram at Cat Moms Oh My Podcast. And email us what you think about this fucking amazing podcast at catmoms2 at yahoo.com. Don't come for me about the Yahoo thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Layla, you know what? I almost didn't notice it until you said it. What's up? I mean, Yahoo? I feel like everybody goes for Gmail. I'm, I'm... Is it not like, is it not a Gmail world? I have three. How many emails do I have? I have a Gmail, too, but I I have uh, four email accounts. Don't ask me why. Actually, I'll explain. One is for mostly my couponing 
you know, you gotta you gotta sign up for everyone's fucking. You oh know, yeah. You, would you want to sign up for our mail? Absolutely. That's how you get coupons. There yeah. you go. The other one is more for like business stuff. I put it on my resume. You know, kind of a quiet one. And then one is for work. And then another one is pretty much for junk, I guess. Actually, I don't know why I have that third one. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm, I might just take this opportunity to shut it down. But none of them are Yahoo. Like, I, uh, listen, I'm on the Gmail train all the way here. I am an OG Yahoo mailer. I see, man. I still have, like, my very old, old high school email. You know that one that's, really? like... Really? Yeah, I won't say what it actually is, but it's <laughs> that one that's, like, Megatron 6. <laughs> Asians Rock. Yeah. 5 at yahoo.com. Rock with an X star. Yes. Oh, gosh. Rock star Asians. A-Z-N. <laughs> A-Z-N. <laughs> oh, man. I, whatever. All I'm right. I feel like... I feel like I gotta keep it OG with the Yahoo. I have a Gmail, I do, I have it. But I don't know. I keep all my Yahoos. I'm just like Alright, I'm I'm not mad at it. I think it's because of the commercial. Yahoo. Oh you know, you remember? remember that. Yeah. It took a minute before it popped into my head, but yeah, I mean I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess I just got suckered into the Gmail world. Yeah. I don't know. I like to go against the tide. Fuck it. I'm a salmon swimming upstream. There you go. <laughs> Except that's when they die. I'm not going to die, I don't think. <laughs> I hope not. This podcast would come to a sudden halt. <laughs> something were to ever happen to you. <laughs> I'm sure I'll get murdered someday. Really? You come think on. You're going to go out? You know how much shit I talk? Everything that comes out of this mouth <laughs> is just like shit. So you think one day they're just going to be like, I've had it with this person. I know. And just take you out. Oh, yeah. They're gonna really? Be like, I can't deal with this anymore. Shut the fuck up. Bam. <laughs> I mean, at least you're accepting of your fate. <laughs> hey. <coughs> I don't talk shit about nothing. Oh, I can God. admit my fault. I can admit that I talk a lot of shit. Oh. I can admit that I say dick and cock way too much. <laughs> nothing wrong with that, though. Nothing wrong with that. Yes, not. But, um... If you quite enjoy listening to us talk about dicks and cocks and dick bobs, come back and uh, see us next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye.